0: Matt Schaaf and Jared Small of DraftSharks.com here to talk some Dynasty fantasy football strategy. And we've got three main strategy points here, Jared, to help people not only win their draft, but win their league year to year. Because that's the best thing about Dynasty. Number one, the primary goal, never rebuild. And that might not make some sense to people because you figure you have to rebuild at some point. But what does it mean when I say never rebuild?
1: I mean, you don't need to be selling out and saying, "I'm going to win three years down the road." Right? There, there are ways, and we'll get into them. There are techniques and strategies you can use. So your team is always competing. It is, it is possible. It starts in your startup draft, right? That's so huge in dynasty. That's when you initially compi- get, you know, compile your roster. Um, number one piece of advice we give people in startup drafts, be flexible. Right? You, you, you want to have some type of plan idea of how you want to build your your dynasty team as you go into these startup drafts. But you also don't want to be so rigid that you can't react when value presents itself in these startup drafts. Value is just so huge in dynasty. I think it's even more important than it is in redraft. Your ultimate goal in a dynasty startup draft is to capture as much total value as possible. If you can capture more value than the other teams in your league, you can use that excess value to fill holes in your roster. So in a startup draft, you just want to be drafting good players, as simple as that sounds. Don't worry too much about, you know, having the best starting lineup right out of the gate because you can use trades. You can use the waiver wire to some extent to improve your team. Dynasty Draft War Room is huge here. It's going to help you maximize value at each pick in your startup draft. The Dynasty Draft War Room, it starts with our dynasty projections, which consider one, three, five, and 10-year outlooks for every single player to then come up with one, you know, composite dynasty value. We take those projections, we apply our 17 value indicators, which includes things like league scoring, team needs, ADP, upside, downside, to then rank every single player by a DMVP plus score, which you're going to find on your Dynasty Draft Forum. That's what you want to be focused on when you're in your startup draft.
0: And you can look at those different ranges as you're building and maintaining a team. So maybe you're deep into a draft and you're like, I really love my team overall. I'm a little light on running back for this year. So you look at maybe the one-year projections at running back and you get some of those late veteran running backs that nobody wants in a dynasty startup draft to build out your team. Another thing here, don't waste draft picks, but don't overrate them. And you'll see plenty of both if you play in enough dynasty leagues. So you don't want to just throw away uh, draft picks like they're Frisbees because you are looking to trade for immediate help. At the same time, you don't want to cling to them like they're gold. I think people who are buying up 2023 rookie draft picks this time last year are realizing that now. They're like, wait a second, there aren't that many guys. I can't get nine guys that I love in the first round of this draft all of a sudden. So don't overrate those draft picks when you're making trades. Next one is don't lie to yourself about your chances. Now, I started this by saying never rebuild, Jared. That doesn't mean stubbornly never rebuild. If you get to a point where your team's in trouble— You need to realize that you need to make some more drastic changes. You can not call it a rebuild if you want, but you need to make bigger changes. You need to look maybe further into the future. Maybe you need to give up this veteran who's still productive to get multiple pieces who are younger. When you're making moves like that, the dynasty trade calculator is going to be invaluable for doing that because as hard as it is to figure out individual player values within a single season, it's that much harder when you're working over a longer time span. So our dynasty trade calculator is going to do that work for you. Um, It is the only one that factors in, as Jared mentioned, one, three, five and 10 year player projections. And it will also show you how this trade that you're about to try to make is going to impact not only your team right now, but your team into the future. You can see that value that you're adding. You can see what you have coming up. Number two, our second main point here, Jared, is to tailor your strategy in Dynasty by position. And how can we do that by the positions?
1: Yeah, this is so huge in dynasty to understand how each position evolves, you know, what these aging curves look like, what these retirement uh, you know, timelines look like in each position. We we've done that work for you. We've looked at the past 10-15 years of data to see how running backs evolve, you know, when they peak, when they start to decline, how that changes across positions. So Going back position here, running backs get in early. Our research has shown running backs are the quickest to reach their production peak on average, and they fizzle out before other positions as well. So, you know, you'll come across situations where holding a veteran running back or even acquiring a veteran running back makes sense for your team. But generally, you want to be focusing on early career running backs, rookies, guys in their first and second years. And you'll see that if you look at the dynasty rankings, you'll see younger running backs dominating the top of the dynasty rankings. Wide receiver, top note here, be patient. Our aging curve show that wide receivers tend to start their NFL career slower than running backs do. On average, a wide receiver is not going to peak until year five. So, yeah, I mean, we've seen these rookies come in and, and explode out of the gate. That does happen. But on average, these guys are taking five years until they reach their peak. So don't give up on wide receivers that get off to slow starts. And if you find a stud wide receiver, know that he's going to give you a long, long time of high-end production. These wide receivers, you know, they, they last longer than running backs do. Quarterback. Biggest note here, they're just more important. They're more valuable in dynasty than redraft. Our historical aging curve research shows that quarterbacks stay closer to their production peak longer than any other skill position, longer than running backs, longer than wide receivers, longer than tight ends. The other note on quarterbacks, why they're more valuable in dynasty, the waiver pool just tends to be thinner, right? Rosters are bigger in a lot of dynasty leagues. All 32 starting quarterbacks are rostered. So just having one that you can count on week in, week out is super important because you're not going to be able to stream quarterback like you do in a redraft league.
0: Yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to get your quarterback early, but if you do find that quarterback, that is an answer for a long time. It's just one position you don't have to worry about. Another point, don't ignore NFL draft capital, and you know we like to have our favorite players going in, and sometimes we stick to those too hard even after the NFL draft happens. So if somebody that you love lasts until round four of the NFL draft and somebody that you didn't like goes early in round two, don't just say, well, the NFL's stupid and I'm right, because sometimes you'll win out. More often than not, you're going to be wrong, and it's not just about— who's wrong or right on the player evaluation. It's about the earlier you get drafted, the more likely you are to get opportunities. So don't ignore NFL draft capital just because you love a player. Don't overrate current situation, you know, regardless of NFL draft capital. Jared, there's no better example <laughs> here than Jonathan Taylor versus Clyde edwards Lair. I think almost all of us liked Jonathan Taylor better than CEH when they were entering the league as prospects. And then all of a sudden the Chiefs drafted CEH at the end of round one. Jonathan Taylor and everybody else went in round two and we're all like, well, Tough to find a better landing spot than Kansas City. I guess I'm going to have Clyde Edwards-Elaire. We all know how that's going right now. So don't overrate that situation if you just like a player that much better. Our next level dynasty rankings are doing that. For you, We are learning from those. We made the mistake on CEH. We're not going to make that mistake the next time. We're paying attention to NFL draft capital. We're not overrating situation. And we're using those projections that Jared mentioned that take this year's numbers, award winning numbers, by the way, and project outward one year, three year, five year, 10 years. So you can see into the dynasty future. You can also check out for yourself all of these incoming rookies. We do a free rookie profile series every year. So hit DraftSharks.com. You can find them from this year, last year, and all the way back uh, to when we started it. Number three, our third main strategy point here, Jared, be bold on the trade market. We've talked about trading. Now, what does it mean to be bold when you're out there?
1: Yeah, and trading is so huge in Dynasty, right? Because in Redraft, we can really improve our teams with the waiver wire. It's much tougher in Dynasty because the rosters are bigger. The waiver wire just isn't as strong. So really, it's you know trading and, and the rookie draft feature to improve your team. So you really want to focus on making good trades in Dynasty. A few tips and tricks. Don't be afraid to sell early in Dynasty. And this can be tricky, right? Because no one knows for sure when a player you know, when his cliff's going to come, when he's going to, you know, drop off, when he's going to decline. We do have our aging curves. We do have our dynasty projections that can certainly help you guesstimate when that's going to happen, but we don't know for sure. Lean towards getting out from a player a year early versus a year late. If you're hanging on to this, you know, useless player and dy- there's nothing you can do. You're, you're stuck. So getting out a year early, not a bad thing. Now that said, they're, can be value in acquiring veterans in Dynasty. Dynasty managers in general tend to overrate youth, right? Like, they'd rather have this young guy that hasn't done anything yet versus this middle-aged player who's has proven production and has been useful in, in uh, Dynasty and fantasy for a while. So... Take advantage, acquire you know, quote unquote, old players, um, especially if your team is ready to win now, right? Like those are the guys you want to be going for if your team's in win now mode. And again, going back to the trade calculator, that's going to help you with this. That's going to show you whether this trade is going to improve your team in the short term, in the long term, both. It's going to give you a full picture of what this trade is going to do for your dynasty team. And
0: I mean, we're tying it back into our overall drafting pillars, redraft, and all the other formats. Value above all else. Yeah, we all want. A terrific young player here, but so does everybody else in your league. So sometimes you can get, uh, you know, by NFL standards, middle-aged player, even somebody closer to the end of his career at a ridiculous value and you can get numbers from him when nobody else expects it. The final point I want to make, keep trade etiquette in mind. You'll find lots of people who get, soft on trade etiquette in general in fantasy. And I think that's a little silly, but in dynasty it matters more because in most cases you're gonna be playing with these folks year over year. So the better you are to deal with, it doesn't mean taking crappy deals just to make people happy be nice about it. And you're going to have a better chance of being able to work well with people on the trade market going forward. Now, if you want to take advantage of the dynasty draft war room of those next level dynasty rankings of that trade calculator, you're going to have to become a DS insider. We would love to have you click on the link on your screen right now and start that process.